Hey, it's me, Solid Snake, protagonist and heartthrob of the Metal Gear Solid series. I'm stuck in patreon.com slash supernpcradio, but I've uncovered the key to defeating Foxy. Hello? Snake? It's me, Otacon. Have you told them the key to defeating Foxhound yet? Uh, no. I was just about to, but you interrupted me. Uh, sorry. I, I almost screwed this up as bad as when I designed Metal Gear. Also sorry for pissing myself when we met. Anyway, the key to defeating Foxhound is... Hello, Solid Snake. It is I, Psycho Mantis. I was reading your mind and I could see that you haven't told the listener that the key to defeating Foxhound is by going to patreon.com slash supernpcradio and listening to the Metal Gear Solid Games Club from Super NPC. If someone would just give me a minute, I could tell- Oh, my bad. Carry on. To defeat Foxhound, you must listen to the Metal Gear Solid Games Club from Super NPC Radio, where we're covering the Metal Gear Solid series. I can see in your podcast listening history that you enjoyed The Legend of Zelda Games Club, listener. You'll love this. He's right. Your favorite pals at Super NPC Radio will be covering 10 games in the Metal Gear Solid series. They'll release bi-monthly on Fridays. Oh, jeez, I'm going to peace myself again. It's true. You can find it all at the $10 DJ Toad tier over at patreon.com slash super NPC radio every other Friday. There's more to come after that, too. In the second half of the year, I've seen it. Another series after Metal Gear? Oh, man. This is a lot to take in. What's that series going to be about? It better not be about piss. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game. I am your host, Connor McCabe, and this is a podcast where I bring on a guest, some special person, to discuss a video game that is meaningful to them from their past. On the show, we talk as much about what made playing the game special, what they love about it, and and what was fun, as we will, around, hopefully, the context of when they really got into it for this meaningful time. A little bit of housekeeping up top is that uh, if you are on social media, Check us out. Follow us. Uh, see what we're up to. You can do that on Instagram at Call Me By Your Game Pod and on Twitter at Call Me By Your Game. But just one Y on the Twitter handle. So that's B Y O U R. So give us a follow there. You can see the episode that is dropping for the week, any special bonuses we're doing, uh, see what co op episodes we have going on, how to support our guests on the show and much more. You can also rate and review us on the Apple Podcast Store, so give us a five-star review over there and let us know uh, what you're liking about the show or even what your favorite part of this episode was, because I'm sure we're just going to get a cascade of reviews after this one. Um, uh, You can also, lastly, support us on Patreon. We are at patreon.com slash supernpcradio, and supernpcradio is the little indie video game podcast network that could, started by myself, producer Jeremy Schmidt, and the infamous July Diaz. So if you like us, uh, if you like video games, a comedy show, reactivators, you're going to find a lot of stuff over there that you like, including a monthly version of this show, where I sit down with a group of friends and discuss a meaningful game uh, to a group of us. These are the co-op episodes. Most recently, we did Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And uh, coming up, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say it now so that I have to stick to it and can't bail. We have Horizon Forbidden West. So now that's me basically making myself have to finish that game in a couple weeks. But that'll do it. Uh, check us out on patreon.com slash super NPC radio. Uh, now, I'll finally introduce our guest. We got through uh, all of that, and I can finally introduce Paul Aredia. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so, so much for having me. Um, just deep, just you know, coming in hot from Subspace Emissary, uh, Paul is here. It's so good to have you. Um, as I do with all of my guests, I like to mm-hmm. discuss how I know you. We know each other, and this is going to, of course, never surprise to the listener, through the Los Angeles improv and comedy community. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually don't remember 
like some guests, I'm like, I remember the first time I saw you. I remember yeah. the first word you uttered. Paul, for you, my friend, <laughs> it's just nebulous. I yeah. feel like suddenly you were just there and then we were like uh, very friendly acquaintances. But if you happen to have an enlightening memory, I'd love to hear it. Oh, wow. No, now you're putting me on the spot. I think it were the same where we just kind of <laughs> appeared in each other's lives. We're just like yes. our communities and friendships merged. And it's like, oh, hey, you're here. I'm here. Yep. Let's do this. And then suddenly we're just around all the time. Exactly. I think I probably first saw you on a mess hall team, I want to mm. say. That might be, what was your team's name? Rat King. Yes, because this was with Justin Patterson. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else was on this team? Uh, Monty Montepar. Monty, Monty, of course. Uh, Mark Stephanos, Alice yes. Bevington, Rocky yes. Strobel, Monica Lumba. Oh my gosh, Monica. Yeah. I'll just, uh, uh, Reino Deerwater. Yes. Uh, yeah, all just heavy hitters, honestly. They're all so funny and great. Gosh, that's right. Rat King. Wow. Yeah. There's There have been so many mess hall and, I mean, teams at all of these theaters that sometimes I will just like, I'll like no one, but I can't yeah. remember it. And so you just brought Rat King back into my life. Yeah. No, we're great. We're, we're coming back too. Oh, really? We're still friends. Yeah. We're still friends. We still talk. We got a slot at the clubhouse, uh, and we're oh, happy. Oh, congrats! Yeah, so yeah, we're 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 coming. We're like, yeah, we'll ha- we're having a dinner, just hanging out as friends. Can you believe it? Wow, that's I'm, how you know it's yeah, real. Exactly. Gosh, uh, well, thank you for walking me down Rat King memory lane. Um, <laughs> but I think that's probably when I first, uh, you know, took notice of you. But then also, you're a wonderful sketch writer. You're oh, a writer you. for the. Uh, mod and now what your own sketch team moon mm-hmm. goon exactly. although if, you know who knows maybe model and Harold will come back we'll see um but what do you want to share about yourself other than what we've discussed um i don't know i'm i'm a, I'm a regular person i just want to say that to everyone <laughs> and that's why that's why yeah. i like that's why i feel like i can connect with you you're not yeah, some yeah. highfalutin like uh above everyone hollywood type yeah, yeah. I don't know what you've heard about me. I don't know the rumors, <laughs> but I'm just a regular person. All right. Beautiful. Um, no, uh, yeah. I like uh, comedy. I've been around it. I think that's why, like, when I was thinking, like, when we appeared, because I was like, I mean, I did was doing UCB a lot, but I was, I've been, like, and I like to jump around schools, too. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, all over the place. I was at I.O. before I.O. shut down. Wow. So splitting my time, which probably wasn't the smartest idea. I'm like, I should probably stick to one place. Sure. And then, um. Yeah, I have a dog. I'm married. Uh, wow, married. all incredible things. Incredible things. Yeah, I've been together with my husband for 14 years. 14 years? 14 years in a month, yeah. If you had mentioned that to me before, like one of the last two yeah. times I've seen you, which I've been fortunate <laughs> to see you twice yeah. recently at, we need more friends to have gathered. birthdays. That's, exactly. That's how it happens. But so I knew you were married, but 14 years, congratulations. That is, uh, like I can't be with someone for 14 minutes and stand them. So I'm impressed. <laughs> All right, well, uh, buckle up. We're together for like an hour right now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm in, a, uh, in approximately six minutes going to have a mental breakdown. Um, that's wonderful. really toxic. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's more of a – I like to think it's more of a reflection than me of me because you, <laughs> you clearly can make it work with people. Um, well, yeah, all I would say for the listener is that if you are in the LA area, uh, be sure to – Moon Goon is doing shows every so often now. And yeah. It's truly one of the most fun, hilarious sketch teams I think we had had in the last handful of years come out of that theater, and now you're really just doing your own thing. I mean, yeah, we've had people you. from that team on this podcast before, like like mm-hmm. Mr. Colhane, mm-hmm. and hopefully more to yeah. come, fingers crossed. I've got a few people I know are gamers on that team that I've got my eye on. Um, but yeah, uh, I feel like you got to share what you wanted, and yeah. I just kept rambling about Moon Goon. You know yeah, no, I love Boon Goon. Um, it's the thing I just never know what to share about myself. It's like that existential crisis. Like, who yes. am I? Who am I? What do I? What am I made up of? You know, what's my life made up of? But I'm glad I'm here because then I get to talk. Then I get to find out a little bit about myself. I'm like, wait, gaming. This is a part of who I am. There we go. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, uh, thank you for sharing a little bit about who you are, Paul. Um, before we get into your history with video games in general, will you mm-hmm. please introduce the title we're that you have brought on to discuss for the main event? Yeah. Today, we're going to talk about Super Smash Bros. Brawl from the Nintendo Wii exclusive. This game came out in 2008. What a wonderful year. 
the market crashed and all we did was <laughs> play games. Uh, I, it's, it's all I can think about when I look back to 2008. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to talk about this game. Like I told you before, it's one I have personal experience with, so it'll make it even easier to make this episode about me. Good. Yeah, it's great. Let's hope we have very similar, um, like a connection there. I'm of, excited. Uh, what this game um, meant to us. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but uh, let's just get into your history with games in general. Paul, yeah. do you remember maybe when you first took an interest in games or were they just something that were around with you growing up? I'd love to hear. Yeah, it's like a mixed bag. So like I remember like playing uh, Nintendo a lot as a kid, like the original Nintendo. Nice. Um, Mario, like the original like Mario with the uh, eight levels and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like grew up with the two brothers. I'm the youngest, so I would always watch them play and we'd play together. So it's like the very first, like, oh, wow, this is gaming. This is yep. what, what I like. And then, uh, yeah, I just became like, uh, like probably through until like 12 years old, we were Nintendo people. Sega, too. I remember Sega. Okay. My, my uncle had a Sega, and he loved Sonic and uh, and those games. So there's so, a, almost a, already a sort of Capulets and Montagues thing going on within your family. Yeah. <laughs> Sega and Nintendo heads are clashing. Right. Um, maybe that's how the companies presented it to us back then, but I feel like people didn't. Most people were just like, yeah, it's, I love games, whatever. Yeah. It's, they're great. So those are like, I remember those playing exactly as a kid. And like, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. So like, those were like the, like the consoles that we had until yeah. like, so then we skipped the Nintendo 64. And also like, I mean, I played it with like friends and stuff, but that just looked weird to me too. Cause it was 3d mm -hmm. and I was like, I'm like, my 2d brain does not comprehend playing <laughs> Mario 3d right now. Just, yeah. You know? Uh, and then the next console we got was the PlayStation. Like when I was Ooh. like 12 and I was like, that's when I was like really like uh, got into like the like uh, the storytelling stuff of like gaming where like uh, Metal Gear Solid was like it was like a whole story fleshed out. I was like, holy shit, dude, this was good. I I've like, probably did I mention it to you recently mm -hmm. that we're doing a games club for the Metal Gear Solid series right now? No, I knew you were playing it. I don't know you're doing the uh, yeah. group. We yeah. we cut so for. Uh, this is an easy way for me to plug the Patreon, <laughs> but uh, for Super NPC Radio, every year we do a big games club. Last year we covered 18 uh, games in the Legend of Zelda series, and this year we're doing we're actually splitting in half. The first half of the year we're doing Metal Gear Solid, so I think we're covering 10 games, and then the second half uh, we've chosen our series. We just haven't announced yeah. it yet, but I'm playing through. Did you ever play number three? Which one was number three? That number is two. Snake Eater. It takes place in like the 60s. Okay, no, I don't remember I, that one. I I'm doing it for two. the first time, okay. and uh, it's it's great. And since I've been home with COVID, uh, <laughs> uh, spoiler for the listener, uh, it's been like, oh, this is all I all I have to do. But yeah, um, that's great. Sorry, I totally no, took no. that away from you. That I love so it. storytelling in games that was becoming yeah, a that was the, that was the like game that I'm like, oh wow, this is like I'll play it all the way through because before that and even now I am an awful like gamer. Like, it was a story <laughs> story like uh games with story because I'm so like I can't I it's hard for me to pay attention. That's mm -hmm. why I like really simple games for my stupid lizard brain, you know? <laughs> like yeah, so the Tetris also big oh, Tetris yeah. big Tetris person. Big, big, big. Um so we had the, the PlayStation and the PlayStation Two, Ooh. and then that's it. And until like 2008, until like uh, I got together with my husband, who my husband's a huge gamer, so he okay. like, grew up with like Halo and stuff, and like would get me into. Uh, once we met, we he got me into like a bunch of like like better games than like well not better but like different games like more storytelling, more first person shooters, more competitive games that I'm still bad at. But he was he was <laughs> wow well, he was like really good. Where like he was like oh like would play 16 hours a day when he was in high school. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, that's amazing. Great. Yeah. Um. So uh, I would love to hear from you in, in the in that era. So maybe from like PS2 all the way up till you know getting uh like to know your husband early yeah. on. Mm -hmm. Were are there a couple games that stick out for you personally from that time that were like, oh, this was a big one for me. It was a um. Okay, there was a, a, a Spider-Man game on PlayStation Two, on PlayStation One that was really good. Uh, mm -hmm. I wish I could remember the name, but it was like the first one. You had all these costume changes, and it was just yeah, that one. I also should mention um, my parents worked at like an arcade. Oh, <laughs> so, really? Like, yeah, there was an arcade in our hometown, 
So I remember like they would like I would I would just go in when they were working and they would give me like a card with a bunch of like free credits. Hell so yeah. like I would just be playing and I remember playing like arcade like so many arcade games, especially like Crazy Taxi, which I loved. Oh my gosh, like, that's amazing. Do you remember Crazy Taxi? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I that game was great for me. <laughs> really like just you know, get it from a point A to point B and that's all it was. Just Yes. Mind numbing. Just it's, like so that yeah. I forget sometimes that people experience that game in the arcade and not on consoles. I also experienced Then I bought it on a console. I bought it on PlayStation <laughs> 2. And I was like, well, <laughs> now I got to have it. Like, I got to have this this game. Where was this? Where did you grow up? Where was this arcade? Um, it's, It was called Illusions. It was in uh, Issaquah, Washington, which is it's, it was such a weird place to have like a... Because it's basically like a Dave and Buster's. Yes. Like-esque thing. Like... Uh, more geared towards kids, mm-hmm. but yeah, there was like be like magic shows, comedy shows, but it was like okay. before like it blew up before like because like Seattle had like this uh, has like in the past like ten years has had like an influx of um, tech bros. Yeah, Amazon moved there, so now it's like up and coming. Like the properties there are getting crazy. Like mm-hmm. you know, for like a one like two bedroom house, they're like millions of dollars. But when <laughs> I was when I was living there, it was just this like town in the middle, like in like a suburb of Seattle that was pretty far away, and like not a lot going on so it's really weird that like to have a big old arcade with like yeah. these acts coming in like <laughs> and it <laughs> failed i'll tell you that it failed <laughs> well i would <laughs> i've never maybe my experience with arcades and those type of places and like like a dave and busters or i can mm-hmm. think of places from my hometown maybe my experience is limited but i don't think i ever heard of once like an act coming yeah. to any of those places i actually i do have like this faint memory of hearing that, like, there was an Aaron Carter concert oh, at this shit. place called Funworks, but, like, they had to use the whole parking lot. It's not like they had a little stage that they were bringing comedy troops into. Um, so Aaron, Aaron Carter hit, up, hit, up, hit you up. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, I need a backup dancer, bro. <laughs> and I was like, I don't like you because I'm insecure. <laughs> but my sister does. Um, yeah. But uh, so that that's... Uh, you said it was uh, illusions. Was the illusions. name of the arcade? Okay, cool. illusions and cool. But yeah, I think that's a, yeah another thing of like playing these very like limited games before I got into like the storytelling side of games. Yeah. And like uh, like Portal or like uh, which Ooh. we played uh, or like the Bioshock stuff and mm-hmm. Halo. Who they all have stories and the Metal Gear or not Metal Gear, Metal Gear. Yes, but also uh, Gears of War. Yes, what I was thinking. Yeah, like those that have like more intricate stories, which I just mm-hmm. recently played. Have you played? This is getting off track, but I I like no, played the uh, Gears of War five. No, I have okay. not played. I've I've like toyed around at the beginning of Gears one, and I okay. I I dip in. But is this something you just played? You said I just recently because uh, we've been playing the entire series for like for years. Oh, but, like, fun! Uh, together, but um, yeah, I just recently played it, and I was like, yeah, the game mechanics are cool. It's still because it was free on the because uh, Xbox is doing like their like I guess version of um yeah Game Pass Game Pass yeah. And so we're like, hey, this game is free. Let's just give it a go. And uh, did not like. I mean, the gameplay is fun. The story sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it. You, you heard it here. You heard it here first. Uh, this is where the official review. That's going to be added to the, like the aggregate review score for that game. Mm-hmm. Um, they source this podcast. I'm sure. Yeah, IGN's um, going to get in here. Like, all right, Paul gives it a zero. Yeah. It's uh, so a note for us. Uh, <laughs> that's that's awesome. Uh, are there any? Is there any memorable? Um, uh, games, maybe since we've gotten to cover a lot of your history already. Yeah. Uh, did you continue to game from like you know? Sounds like the answer is probably going to be a yes, considering mm-hmm. what you shared about your husband from, yeah. from that time, all the way up to you know being in LA or like the last handful of years. Yeah, we played uh, games on and off. I, I don't know, like sometimes I'll be honest. Sometimes, like especially being in LA, do you ever feel, maybe you feel this way that you're like. If I'm, I just feel like I'm not doing something. If I'm gaming, I feel like it, like even though it's like very fulfilling, mm-hmm. um, like but yeah, we have consoles. We have a uh, we are PC gamers. Um, nice. Uh, we have a, a Switch. I love the Switch. Very cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I like to pick up like games that I could just uh, pick up and just leave off whenever. Yes. Like, and that that's like right now because I always feel like if I'm like too invested in a game, I'm like, hold on. What am I doing? Am I doing enough? Especially because it's such a like. Am a I gonna of, make it? Yeah, if city of like <laughs> hustlers who are like I'm doing this and this and this. I'm like I yes. sat at home and played uh, Mario Galaxy for four hours. Thank you. I think that's gonna uh, 
influence your career more than you expect. Right. Um, <laughs> but that's uh, speaking of that, that's the ones that I've been playing. I've caught up on those because we were playing Mario Galaxy when it first came out. Yes. And then I never played Mario Galaxy 2 and I just picked it up during the quarantine. I was like, mind blown. It was so fucking good. I was like, I, I can't believe I held off. I didn't play that until 2020. Uh, yeah. I had played the first one when it came out as well. So similar experience here. And I personally liked it better than number one. I, I mm-hmm. could probably yeah. go back, but it was awesome. It was so good. Like, I, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Right? Why, why did we deprive ourselves? I don't know. Maybe this? I was like, oh, it's just another Mario Galaxy. I don't, I already played the first one. I, that was also in like, for me personally, a gaming lull mm-hmm. um, from like 2009 through like, uh, I don't know, 2015 or so. Oh, what so, happened? Too busy hustling? Dude, too busy hustling, <laughs> too busy uh, just, you know, being a young kid getting drunk in L.A. and, and mm-hmm. just taking the occasional improv class. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not really having any direction. Um, but then the Switch came out and it all changed uh, for me. Mm-hmm. But, okay, is I would like to know. Um, we, oh, you Actually, you already just shared that with me. One of the games mm-hmm. you played recently was Mario Galaxy. Is Mario there Galaxy. like a um, – sorry, go ahead. Mar- oh, I said, yeah, Mario Galaxy, Mario Odyssey. Yes. Too. Mario yes. Odyssey recently. Recently. Um, what Is else? there, you were talking about liking some, sometimes like mindless games. Yeah. Um, are you, do you play Tetris 99 on the yeah, Switch? No, oh, I do. Oh, yeah. Tetris Invictus right here. Ooh, I, man, you must be really good. I'm, I'm like, I love Tetris 99 mm-hmm. and I think I'm, I'm good, but I only, I play on the regular level and I, I'm, if I can get in the top like 15, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I can do that fairly consistently. But my highest ever, I think I won like one match ever. Dude, I'm. And I play all good. the time. So this might this might get into like the topic we're gonna talk to, but mm. like at some point. But like basically, when um, we all had DSs like uh, like growing up, like uh, in 2008. Yeah. Like, and we used to like smoke weed in my like uh, husband's garage. We Hell weren't dating. Yeah. We weren't dating that, but we used to smoke weed and just like sit around playing Tetris on our phone, <laughs> on our on our DSs in a circle, and just like because you could play versus each other and like you're battling, which is oh. the same thing as Tetris 99, but just like with a group of like eight people. And man, that fucking, sounds like heaven. It is. It was a battle. And it was so fun every single time. It was also sounds like that's where you really cut your teeth. That's how you got to be good. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, I'm I'm good. I'm like. You know, sometimes I'll lose on those because there are just insane players. But like, I'm like, I, I forgot like uh, which one it was, but I got like, like top ten in the world in like one of the one of the modes in like Whoa. Tetris. Yeah, dude. Oh, I, I, I would love to watch someone like you or mm-hmm. some of my other friends who are do 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 place better than me mm-hmm. on Tetris ninety nine consistently because I'd love to see what you're doing differently mm-hmm. and. I would. Do you, are you like? Do you use T spins at all? Because I'm oh, never T spinning. <laughs> I love T spins, but yeah, like they're like hard, and they do get you more points. So there is like, if you're going for the points thing, the oh, T spins yes. will get you more points. So there are there are techniques in it. Same with like knowing what the next like you like how many moves ahead you can look is the other thing. Yep. If you're battling in um, Tetris 99, it is just seeing like who's attacking you and like getting the badges. Because once you get the badges, there's a whole technique to it, but. It, most of all, I'm just focused on like just like fucking babamming, yeah, which is what I call just. And we all know what babamming <laughs> yeah, means. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Uh, that I'm definitely gonna go play some Tetris 99 when we're done today do. because, uh, well, you know, this is a slight bummer to introduce, but I had like, you know, probably not near as high as your level, but I had built up like a a huge like score and I was at such a high level and had all these badges and these themes because mm-hmm. you can do do you do the Maximus Cups when they have them on the weekends yeah. occasionally yeah with the ones that are like themed and stuff so yeah. fun mm-hmm. um, and such a good excuse to jump into the game but I had my Switch unfortunately stolen with my backpack oh, at, around the holidays oh. and um, so and I was very fortunate I got a new one my some of my actually close friends from my little video game crew like I, I almost didn't tell them about it, but mm-hmm. then I told them what happened. And I think within like 40 minutes, they Venmoed me enough mm-hmm. to buy a new Switch. So just Dude, like... Dude, shout out to them. Hell shout yeah. out to them. Uh, every All those people from the video games and comedy show crew. Uh, mm-hmm. It was very nice. And I was like very blessed to have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even though it, I still have my profile on this new Switch, it like didn't track any of my progress. 
Okay. So I'm just basically started from like zero and I have none of the themes mm-hmm. that I had earned. So it was kind of Damn, a bummer. That sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. But Tabula Rasa, dude, clear slate. You get to like, you know, you're only now you're at a new level where you can, uh, you know, make a new a name for yourself. This is true. And I'm going to yeah. get and I'm going to get first more than once on this yeah. new switch. Have you ever played Tetris so long that you have the Tetris effect? Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, the, Is like that it, just when you're seeing it? Yeah, like you're dreaming, like you're just, you close your eyes and you just like see pieces. And it's oh, all the time. Fun. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, gosh, what a we and I've got to shout out a recent episode with Raisa Lisea that we just did on Tetris mm-hmm. like two weeks ago, maybe at this point. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Tetris talk- is getting a lot of love on this show lately. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's like again, just especially Tetris 99 and stuff like that. You can just take it up, play like a quick like ten minute game, and then you're done. And you're like, all right, yep. I feel I had fun. It's great. I it, I was something that I don't know if I've shared on the show before, but if I would be like you know ready to go to uh, to an improv show that I was going to perform in, or it's like I got Herald Night coming up, mm-hmm. but I have a few minutes at home to where I'm not ready to leave, but I like kind of want to stay focused or dialed in. Yeah. I would just throw on Tetris 99, and it was yeah. exhilarating too. Mm-hmm. So get your um, mind in the right place. You put the pieces. Oh in yeah, there. yeah. Because that's what improv. Improv is just a puzzle, baby. Yeah, uh, and there are right and wrong answers. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Paul, uh, if there wasn't uh, any, you know, big meaningful game that we had to discuss from your past, um, uh, I guess I, I could phrase this differently. Okay. Is there anything that you would be remiss aside from the game we're going to discuss later uh, that you didn't get to bring up yet, or are you uh, ready to move on? I think uh, I'm sure it'll come up again, but um, no, I think we talked about most things. Uh, okay. I do remember, I guess. I just like to talk about weird. Uh, did you ever play the Sega handheld console when it came out? The Game Gear. The Game Gear, yeah. I did not, but I'm okay. familiar with the Game Gear. Very fun console. Very. I'm even that. Like I honestly thought it was better than the Game Boy when it came out. I was like, it had its pros. Yeah. Uh, it also, huge... I think, took like eight batteries or something like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Hey. Color but, screen, backlit. I think. Fine. Yeah. Um. Well, hey, glad you shouted out the Game Gear. I got to shout out the Game Gear. Big part of of my childhood. Doesn't get enough love on this show. Have yet to do a Game Gear game, but I'm sure someday that'll happen. Um, Well, great, Paul. Um, We're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and then Mm -hmm. when we come back, we'll talk about all things Super Smash Bros. Brawl. So I will see you on the other side. Let's do it. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game. Of course, here to discuss Super Smash Brothers Brawl with Paul Heredia. Welcome back, my friend. It's good to have you. Yes, yes, that was a great break. It was a good break. You know, I don't always, we don't always chat. Half the time it's like, hey, you ready to go? Great. But we even <laughs> got into some stuff that I was like, oh, man, the, people, the listeners, they're going to wish they could have heard that. Right. You're going to um, have to... Subscribe to that Patreon. Yeah, we'll go ahead and upload that two-minute break as its own bonus <laughs> yeah. episode at all tiers. Um, but anyway, uh, here we are to discuss Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Before we get into your personal history and context, mm-hmm. I want to share uh, just some uh, brief version of that uh, so mm-hmm. that the listener can get up to speed, even though they're likely familiar. It's one of the most popular franchises um, that has ever been, so... Here we are. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Brawl is a 2008 crossover fighting game developed by Sora Limited and Nintendo for the Wii, as Paul told us earlier. It's the third installment in the Super Smash Bros. series and directly follows 2001's Melee. It was announced at a pre-E3 2005 press conference by Nintendo President Satoru Iwata, RIP, and Masahiro Sakurai, uh, who would eventually go on to be the director of this game, although um, the game wasn't... I, n- I learned a fun fact today, or the other day. The game was announced before Sakurai was brought on to direct, and which is strange because he's the creator of this series. He is like the mastermind behind it. If anyone watches or is up to date with the Smash Ultimate stuff, he would, as every new character would come out, would do these like 45-minute videos where he would just show people how it goes. But um, anyway... 
I'm getting off track here. Paul. No, I love it. You being a gamer at the time, were you, had you played Super Smash Bros. Melee or was this a surprise for you? I'd love to know. No, uh, well, I loved, um, and I was not good. Uh, the Nintendo 64. I did play the original Super Smash Bros. So and I, the commercials. I mean, the commercials sold me, right? Oh yeah. If you With haven't like, seen it, listener, uh, we haven't done an episode on that game for this show. We did do a Super NPCs, NPCs episode on it because mm-hmm. it's, but it's an all timer. It's uh, they're like four Nintendo mascots yeah. in walking around to a jolly song, and then they kick the shit out of each other. And yeah. you know what the game is? It's uh, the turtles happy together, right? Imagine yes, me it is. you. And then, like, they're walking, they start kicking each other's ass. It's great. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I was like that. I never played Melee until, like, later, until I, after I played Brawl. Okay. But uh, the reason I started playing Brawl was, um, like, I started, uh, so, like, yeah, like, once, it's like, well, I I met my husband in middle school. We went to the same middle school. We went through high school together. Oh, wow. Yeah, and we started really hanging out, like, at the end of, like, junior and senior year. And, and then uh, became fr- became friends, and then we had f- mutual friends and stuff like that. And then we, like, around when the game came out, we really started hanging out together. Interesting. And, um, yeah. And so we would just go over to his house because he had, like, the place that his parents wouldn't kick us out. Yeah. <laughs> like, most, most, other, <laughs> most other parents, because we were, like, a, a rambunctious bunch. Uh, yes. Would kick us out, so it's either like we'd either be hanging out at his house or we'd be hanging out in a Safeway parking lot. Yes, <laughs> and it's, there's no in between. There's like nowhere else to go. But I remember like the game came out and he got it, and we're just like constantly playing because like we could like party at his like his parents didn't know that we were partying. By the way, like his yeah. parents would be like, "Come drink and like smoke." They'd just be like, you know, they're doing something. But yeah, not, they knew yeah. what was going on, but they weren't gonna narc you out. Yeah, like I'd rather have you. Like it was very much like, if you're gonna drink, just stay here. Like sure, we get that you're gonna drink no matter what because they're European, they're German, so like they're like the you know they you can start drinking at like 14 over there. Okay, gotcha. So we're like 18, and we're like, oh yeah, like we're getting fucked up. Yeah, really. (laughs) And like we get we get really high and just start playing Super Smash Brothers Brawl because it's like he and he had like yeah he had like just uh, the basement. It was so stereotypical of like he had a garage where we'd smoke weed. Mm-hmm. And then we go down to his basement, just leaving a trail of like cartoonish marijuana smoke. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what was the question? Well, no, you got me there. <laughs> I was just sort of curious as far as like how you uh, were introduced to the game. Um, yeah. But uh, I will. Uh, there's some notable things that I do want to include mm-hmm. about Brawl um, before. So once we can just wrap up this part and, and get to more of dive into more of what you were sharing was Mm -hmm. that this was the first uh, Super Smash Bros. game that uh, you could play online because the GameCube did not have a native online functionality while the Wii did. Um, This game had a lot of excitement before the lead up. I think there was a website, I want to say it was called like Smash Dojo or something along those lines where uh, before the game came out, they would have announcements of like, it could be something as small as, hey, we, this music track is going to be in the game. Mm-hmm. Or it could be something as crazy as Sonic the Hedgehog is now in Smash, um, <laughs> which was also notable because this is the first uh, now. I mean, we've got we've got Cloud in Super Smash. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Ryu. Ryu, Ken. We've got all sorts of characters from non-Nintendo franchises there. But back then that was really, that was unheard of. It had never happened before Brawl, but we got Snake, mm-hmm. we you got Sonic. There maybe even were a couple more from uh, third parties, but it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, they expanded the rosters. There was, of course, more uh, stages. Uh, th- there was many ways to play. You could just use the Wii remote turned on its side. You can oh, use yeah. the, the nunchuck I mean, and the Wii remote. The, the GameCube controller still worked. Mm-hmm. Um it was really well received. It's now sort of looked at as the as like probably the worst of the Smash Bros games, which I actually don't think that's fair. I think I love the N64 game, but that is the worst Smash Brothers yeah. game. 100%, uh, yeah. Um as much as, you know, it kicked off the series and that's important. Um but anyway, uh, this is a big big deal. This game was one of the biggest titles on the Wii uh and was followed up by Super Smash Bros. Uh, for the 3DS and Wii U in 2014. So this had yeah. like, I think, six years where it was like the Smash game. Um, 
I mean, Melee always lived on and was seen as more of the competitive fighter, but this game, you know, introduced a big uh, story mode, Subspace Emissary, and Mm -hmm. had a lot more going on. Anyway, um, there's a lot of information I was just throwing at the listener there, but as far as playing the game, Paul, do you remember Mm -hmm. some things that you enjoyed about it or what, like, drew you to it or... Unless it was the, you know, sort of the party environment you were in. Yeah, I think it was the camaraderie because I feel like that was the first time that's like after high school, like that I was very much felt like, oh, right. These are people like that you want to hang out with. Like before in high school, it was like, oh, these are people I have to hang out with. But then, like, sure. Past that, like, oh, you want to hang out with these people and you call each other up instead of just like, I'll see these people at school. But even then, just the game mechanics were so great. And like, because uh, they were all like, they would all play Melee before. Okay. And I... I did not and was not good yeah but um <laughs> yeah like the mechanics of the game were so fucking fascinating with like uh you know like uh even the move because you think it's a 2d thing right because like you, you're like on this platform and like yes you're only but like you can dodge you can move to the side you like there's all these very like intricacies with the game of like how you can like dodge like items or throw items mm-hmm. and how that every item helps you and then like when you add the, the even like the mechanics of like the um every environment that you're in so if you're yeah. like because if you know if you're like a, a not great like me you would just want to do final destination and not have it move but yes. like when you have like the um like which one's like well, there's one something that changed i think maybe like uh there's a lot that changed there's like um the bridge I think like of the, Elden, like the bridge yes. moves yeah the, the, the whole chat. bridge collapses yeah exactly so there's all these and like just it's like the uh, the the uh, levels are their own like their own monster that you have to like oh you mm-hmm. can just get killed if you if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yes, I yeah. feel like uh, hearing more often than not hearing purists talk about the Smash Bros <laughs> series, they don't like items, they don't like uh, you know any environment that isn't mm-hmm. a Final Destination like. Yeah. Uh, not that's probably a little reductive, but for the most part, that's sort of how they act. But. Um, as someone who sometimes likes to play competitively mm-hmm. just with friends or yeah. wants to play for fun, mm-hmm. like the stages and items bring so much joy to it. And it's part of the game. I like it's like it is built into the game for a reason. So yeah. the fact that you like you think that you can just go, like, oh, we'll just do one on one no items. I'm like, no, the items are actually part of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that you should you should play with items on. I feel like that's the way the um <laughs> the developers intended. I, there's items sometimes. I think this is the first one where I was like, oh, there's so many items that like I forget what half of these do yeah. or like a few of them. So you just got to use it and hope it works out in your favor mm-hmm. almost. Do you have um, from your memory, were there any fighters that were like your go-tos you or your my mains? mains? Oh, oh, there yeah. we go. <laughs> my main, uh, Pikachu and uh, Captain Falcon are my mains Ooh. even, to, even to, to this day. Dang. A couple yeah. of OGs there. Yeah. They're great. I mean, I don't know. What about you? I've I've always been, you know, t- typical Link guy over okay. here. Just regular Link, Toon Link? Well, this is where, well, this isn't the first game where that gets interesting, but mm-hmm. I, now I like Breath of the Wild Link the mm-hmm. best. Okay. Um, I think some of the changes that were made there have made him an even better character, so it's, it's okay. kind of fun. But I love... Child Link because uh, Majora's Mask is my favorite game mm-hmm. that I've ever played, and then Toon Link is hard not to love too. Yeah, because he's really cute. He's uh, got all the Toon Link personality, and so I kind of like all the Links. To okay. be honest with you, competitively, that's yes. who you go for. That's like that's competitively. Your... My best character is definitely Breath of the Wild Link. Okay, yeah, and even I think in Brawl they had. He was a little more mobile than he had used to be, so it was easier. Mm-hmm. But I He's think good, I would, yeah. I would use him. I think you know Fox is a pretty good competitive character in most of the games, and I would so I can still use Fox. Um, but yeah. Uh, so did you happen to ever get into the? I know you talked about you're playing with this group of friends. Yeah. Um, so you're probably doing mostly like multiplayer, just brawl matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you? Did you play Subspace Emissary or any of the other modes in the game that you remember? I think we did a story mode with uh, the hand, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, cla- I think that's probably classic mode with Master yeah. Hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. That's, yeah. What, uh, let's get into their modes. Maybe I did, but uh, uh, <laughs> teach me. 
And so there's so there's you're playing classic mode, which is yeah. from, which is stems from the original Smash, where yeah, you're just going through stages where you're fighting mm-hmm. like a fighter or two. They're themed based on the yes. character, and then at the very end, you fight Master Hand or Master and Crazy Hand. Um, mm-hmm. It depends on the difficulty. There's a few factors to play into that. They I I wonder this this game. Let me see because they may have had. Uh, I know they had Subspace Emissary, which mm-hmm. I was sharing about earlier, which was this huge adventure mode that they made that had cutscenes. It all the characters are working together. Um, mm-hmm. Did that ring a bell for you? A little bit. I remember cutscenes. I'm just trying to like plug into the, my matrix and realize well, if I remember <laughs> them. Um, well, they're they're hard. None of them really stick out that much in my mind, but. Um, it was just a really fun uh, characterization of a lot of the characters and mm-hmm. showing them working together and fighting against this like mysterious evil. Mm-hmm. Something that uh, a mode that people still ask back for for the series. Um, okay. But you were. I would love to know since you sounds like you mostly were just playing multiplayer with your friends. Yeah. Um, who who were were these people that you were saying? that you were you're like oh, I feel like I had to be friends with them and then you're like oh no I'm choosing to be friends with them yeah were they people you were already hanging out with in high school or did you connect yeah. with them after uh no they were all high school it's so like we're all we were all middle school friends and uh grew up together and stuff like that okay gotcha and uh eventually yeah it's like just these people like cause again a little rambunctious so you're just like oh I don't know but then like you know that you do become friends you're like oh yeah no we're just regular cool people that you know would eventually break shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you all, uh, outside of of hanging out at mm-hmm. your husband's house in the basement mm-hmm. and um and in the in the garage, what else would this group of friends do together? Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Is the answer so besides, everything? <laughs> besides break shit. Uh, no. Yeah. Like, what do you uh, mean by break shit? Are you just like like they were vandals? Walk- vandals. Ooh, are we talking like, like old buildings here? Uh, sometimes, sometimes bus stops. I remember. I would I would not <laughs> I, I would I would not partake in that. But uh, I, uh, besides that, I think uh, we did a lot of longboarding. They were like really oh. good longboarders. I was not in the best physical shape, still not. But <laughs> they were really good. Like we, they would like um, bomb down hills, like steep, steep hills. Oh no, thanks. Like pro, pro dudes, <laughs> just like, and that was great. So yeah, so we'd go up to like uh, these hills and like developing like uh, they were developing like houses in these uh, yeah. highlands. And they were just like, yeah, let's go up there and just go down. I'm like, okay, like I'll, I will go down like halfway yeah. and just jump off my board and walk all the way down. But <laughs> yes. they were like, like they were really good. They were like, um, yeah. Little just, daredevils. Exactly. You sound like, it sounds like you and I were very much uh, uh, cut from the same cloth in the sense that like I had friends who would be more adventurous or rambunctious too, mm-hmm. but I would always be the ease, totally cool pulling back when I needed to. Yeah. No, I... I did not have the balls for that. I'm just like, no, dude, I'm just going to stay up here. Yeah, I'm not going to break every bone in my body. Yeah. <laughs> um, Big, do you still yeah. keep in touch with this group? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like every time we go home, like we could just hit them up and it's just like nothing and like just pick back up where we left off. And like up to like uh, when I think my husband's parents moved houses, like we would just we would always just get together and just play brawl. Yeah. Like, yeah, still just keep playing video games. That's a big part of like, yeah, just getting back together and just like always playing games again. That's so great. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, that's sometimes video games socially. I don't know how you feel, but I will uh, be like, no, that's not what anyone wants to do. Or like we're hanging out. Like even if it is with a video game crew mm-hmm. um, or I'll, I don't know where that apprehens- apprehension comes from, but then. I forget how much of like a great social lubricant it can be or camaraderie builder like you were sharing. Yeah, it it truly is. Like, uh, I mean, like during the pandemic, like definitely like, I mean, it's like, it's a, it's not a video game. It's like sprawl is, but like Jackbox, how, how Jackbox like really brought friends together. Like, Hey, let's just do something during this time to keep ourselves entertained. Totally. That was a big part of my quarantine was just like getting together with a games group and be like, Hey, let's play, uh, among us or, um, Uh, or like yes, yeah, like Jackbox and just to kind of like shoot the shit while we're doing that. It's so but, great. I, mm-hmm. I was really late to Among Us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I played it like a year after it was popular, but still yeah. had fun. Um, occasionally, like people from like Mock Improv would just yeah. like we stopped doing the online shows, but we'd be like, "Well, we still want to hang out." 
And so, yeah. gosh, that you're right that it it's still important mm-hmm. to this day to me in connecting with others. Like, did you play? Have you ever played Fall Guys? Oh, dude, I love Fall Guys. That's, an, that's another game. That's another game I got into during quarantine with like with friends from back home. That's how like yes. me and my friends, like another friend, were connected. Like, um, we just started doing that, like Fall Guys, and then uh, Mario Party too. Oh, are you playing um, the new Mario Party yeah. or the Superstars? Yeah. Oh, that's I haven't gotten that yet, but that's the one that I wish would have just come out originally because it's got all the great nostalgic yeah. stuff from the old games. Yeah, it's a little brutal, honestly. Oh, really? <laughs> How still so? Is. Like, like, uh, no, like brutal. Like, like, yeah, like when you're playing, it's like really fun to play, but like you you're just gonna, get, fu- you, 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 yeah. get, you will get mad. It like yeah. never pays. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's beautiful. It's like the it's like the monopoly, basically. Of yes, yeah. You just have to be ready to get totally screwed like three mm-hmm. times in a game. Um, yeah. Gosh. And even if you're on, even if you're on top, you could lose it all. It could beautiful chaos. Yes. You can get the rug ripped out from you at any moment. There was a time in my life where that switch flipped for me playing Mario party. Mm-hmm. Cause I played a lot of Mario party with friends <laughs> in my life where I, I flipped from being like upset when that would happen. I mean, yeah. you still are like, oh, I want to win. Like, right. Yeah. I crushed this game. Why I shouldn't be, I shouldn't not come out on top but <laughs> i was like you know what when the chaos comes i'm just gonna embrace it and just yeah. like let it be especially because i would play with people who are not good at video games mm-hmm. so i was like wait why would i take this personally <laughs> this isn't right i have no and control like, over this yeah like my friend's like oh yeah this is my strategy i'm like you have a strategy for this game yeah not me i'm rolling with it we'll see where this goes truly uh but i i had asked you about uh, Fall Guys, because mm-hmm. that was another one for some of the video games, a comedy show crew where mm-hmm. we would just like for a few months there last fall would hop on Zoom on Saturday night and just play Fall Guys. And yeah, gosh, that game is fun. Like another we're talking about another game that I'm like, hmm, am I going to go boot this up later? Yeah, right. I've been. Yeah, I'm the same. I have to like do a clean boot of my computer and it got deleted. But oh, I can no. just re-download it. Like, yeah. it's fine. I just too lazy to download, but I was playing okay. so much. Like, and then when the new season came out and the new levels came out, yes. I was like, oh man, we so are. We, in you it. also playing that one online with people? Yeah. Cool. Oh, for I, sure. It, like, one of the some of the most fun memories I have from playing that game uh, over the last year and a half were when someone would like you all because you starts off where like you know everyone's alive and slowly yeah. on the Zoom. Are like at least what we were doing was we'd meet on Zoom. Mm-hmm. People would like lose or like get kicked off, but we'd still want to watch each other, so we'd stick mm-hmm. around. And seeing someone like, uh, like maybe climbing the mountain to get the crown and yes. just like rooting for them. Uh, we had like a friend of the show, Nick Costanza, on his birthday last year in 2020. Actually, mm-hmm. nope. um, he got his first crown on his birthday, and it was like, oh, a wow. big moment. Um, That's beautiful. Yeah. So That's- that game. Uh, to tie it back into brawl, like it, those games that build camaraderie, they can be as simple or as goofy, or mm-hmm. as like uh, potentially competitive as brawl, exactly. and still provide that. For sure. I mean, besides brawl, we would also just do what your rock band. Oh, your rock band. yeah. That's another camaraderie talking. one where you're like, oh yeah, like because it is like you know you're not playing, you can't play like a story based game with a bunch of friends that are coming over. You're like, yeah. what is like what is that? And these are like the the games that bring people together like oh yeah we just all take turns like switching instruments and stuff and it's just all dumb fun yes it's great. yeah um gosh that is, rock band and and garage <laughs> rock band and i almost said garage hero <laughs> garage hero <laughs> you guys are playing garage hero at your husband's uh, yeah. uh family's garage <laughs> exactly um yeah just such all, great all stone just like pretending to play instruments yeah check me out dude <laughs> um man that is just so fantastic. Uh, right. Are there, um, as far as uh, whether it's the game about the game itself or like the, because um, uh, you've you've done a really helpful job for me of just like weaving it all together into mm-hmm. like this is who I was playing with, this is where we were. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any maybe specific mm-hmm. memories of a time hanging out with this crew, whether you were playing this game or not, of like a a moment that like you remember or was it more just like general uh vibes that you remember <laughs> probably general vibes we're also fucking stoned dude <laughs> it's hard to remember specific no, memories. yeah 
I mean, I do remember because they were all so good. Like, honestly, like they were just all because we would all go to like PAX too. Like they would go to PAX. Really? Yeah. And like compete in those levels and that like I would go and I would obviously lose right away. Yeah. But I remember like eventually winning my first game and I was like, holy shit. You made it. I made it. I'm here. Like I'm on top. That's Uh, so cool. Right? It's like, I mean, like just remember your first win, especially with people who are so good and like grew up playing like Melee, which is the competitive version. Yep. And all that stuff, and I'm just like, well, now look at me now. Look at me now. Just fucking, gah. Yep. Cl- cling. Would do you remember at all how you would play? Would you use a GameCube controller? Dude, work Waveboard people. Oh, Waveboard yeah. house. Waveboard, wave yeah. We'd like, I could like trying with the week with with the Wiimo was yeah, a nightmare. No now, like we uh-huh. are Waveboard all the way. The GameCube was like those controllers, whether it was Waveboard or Wired, mm-hmm. was like the. By far the best way to do that. Yeah. I had, um, and I still have a little classic controller mm-hmm. that you could plug into the Wiimote, um, mm-hmm. which is just looks like a little Super Nintendo controller. It's, okay. I mean, I'm showing you the perfect shape. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but it's if anyone Googles Wii Classic Controller, I played a ton of Brawl on that. It's not good for that game. No, you need to like see. Did it have to see? Did it have to see? It had a second stick. Okay. Um, so there was a stick. It's just like wasn't quite it's it doesn't you know how the gamecube has like those perfect like ridges for your hands to sit Mm -hmm. in or like the handles of the controller are great this thing doesn't it's like a super nintendo controller it doesn't have handles so (laughs) you don't have that like optimal grip um yeah or what have you um right well uh paul um i do have some fun uh post interview segments that i prepared for you but I did want to leave some space open for you really quick. Okay. For you to either, if there was anything you didn't get to share about your, you know, memories of this game or the context that you were sharing with me, I'd love to leave that open for you. But if if you have gotten to do that, maybe just put a bow on like what this game uh, meant to you and the, the, the place that it held. Uh, yeah, I do remember. Let's see. I didn't talk about this, but like, I guess yes. I remember the, the I remember specifically like when, uh, my husband first got the had the game got the game. Yeah, I had like lent him money like, uh, okay. like a little bit back, and then like I showed up to his house. He's like, and he like, he's like, yeah, I was gonna pay you back, but like this game came out. This game exactly. <laughs> he's like, this game came out, and I had to get it. And I was like, uh, okay. Were I you just so. fr- you, and you were just friends at the time? Yeah, yeah, we were just friends. Uh, yeah, we didn't start dating until like a couple of months after that. Okay, gotcha. That's so funny, <laughs> right? I was just like fucking wild, dude. No, were I didn't you really like, care. Do you remember how you felt? Were you like no big deal, or were you like, man, I kind of want that money back? Yeah, I was just like, I yeah, I think it was like a mix of both. I was like, I guess that's fine. I'm like, what am I gonna do? But I'm like, yeah. I'm here to play games. I'm here to hang out. It's like I'm not. You're my friend, so I'm, I don't like. I'm yeah. not gonna like hold you to it, but yeah, that's. Very, very and funny because he was having so much fun. I'm like, I can't ruin this. Look how much fun you're having. I'm not about to be the like turd in the punch bowl at this yeah. chill hang. <laughs> uh, that's so good. And then, hey, it ended up, uh, you know, whether or not you ever did get paid back, it sounds like you got your use out of that game. And we did, yeah. Um, it's my game now, so. Oh, still have it. Do I? I got ch- I think I do still have it. I, I'll check. I'll send you a picture because I think, yeah, Ooh, I please. just have like. I still have like a bunch of games. Oh, very nice. Like CDM. Wii games or just all, of yeah, all kinds? Yeah, uh, all games like from like uh, I think original uh, Xbox games. And, um, Ooh, very nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've developed a, a chronic collecting problem over the last two and a half years. Yeah, I was at this, um, I forgot, what's the, there was this console that wasn't, I wanted to just buy these game cartridges. I saw it at a, at a comic book shop uh-huh. from a console that never took off. I forgot the name of the console. Oh, um, like, or how is it like pretty old or? Yeah, like, mm. it's like an '80s console that never took off. I'm thinking of like, uh, I don't, don't, th- I think the Neo Geo was after the '80s, but like, there are a handful of, handful of those consoles that you could just never know existed. Yeah. At this point, because um, they weren't as mainstream or as big as like Nintendo or Sega. Right, man. Just um, killed the game. You're right. And, Anyway, uh, was there anything that you wanted to like, like, do you want to put a bow on just the place that this game ended up holding for you before we move on? Yeah, I think it was just the time of like post high school that really made you like be like, oh, like I'm actually going to have friends, (laughs) Yeah, you know, like in that. And it led to more than that. You know, we're all good friends. I met my uh, 
I got a husband out of it. Yeah, which you is did. Great. So not a lot of people got that out of Smash Brawl. Exactly right. <laughs> All and I'll let you know this. He never let me win. He never was like <laughs> the like. He still doesn't. He's better than me. And he never lets me win, which is really funny to me that, you know, most most couples, like you were flirting with someone like, hey, I'll let you win. Oh, you Not beat him. me. Not him. He never lets me win in games, which I think is very funny. <laughs> That's what drew you to him. <laughs> That's what true love is. <laughs> That's incredible. Well, yeah. uh, we're not quite done, but Paul, thank you so much for sharing about your history with that game. It's yeah. it's a one that people could spend so much time playing, and I'm so glad that you had such a an awesome, like, uh, rambunctious friend environment yeah. to do that with. Because it's that's like the best part of games for me is like connecting with other people, and that's mm-hmm. what it allowed for you. Um, exactly. Well, uh, before we go, I'll lead us into our uh, post uh, interview segments. The first of which is called the Fact Me. By your game segment. And this mm-hmm. is where I'm just going to share a f- couple fun facts with you mm-hmm. about Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Um, on this segment, I share about all, all kinds of things, whether they are uh, Easter eggs, development history, rumors, uh, cheat codes, all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. But the first one I have titled Dixie Kong Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. And I do want to say that all of these actually come from the Did You Know Gaming YouTube channel. So oh, yeah. thank you, Did You Know Gaming. Um, originally, <laughs> Dixie Kong was planned to be included in Super Smash Bros. Brawl alongside Diddy, who was also included for the first time in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, they were originally planned to be a duo where they would tag in and out of battle like they did in uh, Donkey Kong Country 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever play the Donkey Kong Country series at all? I did. Yes. So I love it. I love Also the song. sort of how like the Pokemon trainer um, functions in this game, mm, where you can swap okay. out between... Oh, okay, I was thinking more like the ice, uh, what's the ice duo called? The climbers, climbers, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, this would be more of like one at a time, but eventually she was scrapped, uh, so didn't make it in, but there's some code with her in the game. Um, uh, Another fun fact I have is about the subspace uh, emissary scenario writer. So Masahiro Sakurai, who is, again, Mr. Smash, uh, his idea for a story adventure mode led to the hiring of a scenario writer named... Kazushige Nojima, who had previously written the scenarios for Final Fantasy VII and Kingdom Hearts. Um, Sakurai wanted a darker tone for the story than Nojima had initially penned, so uh, they had to sort of restart things from the beginning and and go from there. And allegedly, Sakurai to the animators, after they had like written these scenes, would like act out how the uh, how he wanted the characters to be animated mm-hmm. in in the scenes, whether it's Mario or Meta Knight or what have you, which I just find mm-hmm. really that'd be fun to watch him acting <laughs> that out when they're like, we can probably figure this out, dude. We're animators. <laughs> no, um, no. Yeah. The last of the facts is the voice of Master Hand. So this is something I didn't know, but the voice for Master Hand in this game uh, is an actor named Pat Cashman who is probably best known for his role as the narrator in Bill Nye the Science Guy. Oh, okay. Um, couldn't, honestly, didn't even remember there was a narrator in that show. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah. But I... shouts to you, Pat Cashman. Get, <clears throat> get that money. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> they don't call him Cashman for nothing. Wait, um, he's not, but he's not the same guy that does the no contest. A different, I believe. Okay. I think it's just the guy who probably... Honestly, Master Hand doesn't even have any dialogue. Oh, it's a right. lot of like laughing and like probably just n- noises that he makes. So that's so funny. Um, so kinda voice like, is kind of generous. Kind of like how Bill Hader is the voice of BB-8, right? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing for that? Yeah. Um, incredible. Well, that's the end of the Factory by Your Game segment, and I will finally lead us into the final one: the game recommendations. Now. Paul, this is my one forced tie into the movie Call Me By Your Name, of course, okay. which this show is named after, where I'm going to treat Smash Bros. Brawl as your su- passionate summer love that you mm-hmm. are going to move on from, and mm-hmm. I'm uh, going to just throw out some potential other flings for you, you know, okay. coming off the heels of that, um, of course, based on the game. The first of which is if you would like, you're done with Nintendo, you're like, mm-hmm. I'm Nintendoed out. I would yeah. like to play a game that's like this done by Sony. Then I'll mm-hmm. recommend to you PlayStation All-Stars, which was on the PS3. Are you familiar with this? I am. I am. Have you ever played this game? I think I did. Yeah, like uh 
might have played it as a demo, like in like yes. a, a store. You know how we used to be able to go to stores and oh, I remember that. Like play those. Yeah, I remember playing it on those. And I thought it was really fun because it's like uh, the guy from uh, they've got God of, like War, God of War, Kratos. Yeah, uh, they have a bunch of characters I don't know about. They have a big mm-hmm. daddy from Bioshock. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a game I now that I have a PS3, I really mm-hmm. want to get now. But apparently it's it's no Smash, but apparently it's fun. I think um, you should play it. I think it sounds fun. Uh, it looks cool. fun. It is fun. I, the, the things that I did with it was fun. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? You heard it here first, folks. Um, the uh, If you want a game that instead of adding third-party characters like Brawl did, you want mm-hmm. a game that adds a Nintendo character to its fighter, mm-hmm. I'll recommend to you Soul Calibur 2, which added uh, on the GameCube added Link to its roster. Are you oh, familiar shit. with the, the series at all? I remember it used to be called something else before Soul Calibur, right? Yeah, what? Uh, like, I remember playing that at Illusions, and I was like, this game is ooh, really fucking yeah. cool. And then it changed the name. So, because that's the same thing as the. It was something Soul, but it wasn't Calibur. It was like something else. Um, yeah, let's But I do, I do know Soul Calibur. I want to. That's the only one I've ever played, and it was because uh, Link was added to it. I, I definitely mm-hmm. rented it um, from, from like Blockbuster or something. Mm-hmm. But let's see, what was it called before Soul Calibur? Uh, Soul Edge. Yeah. That was the first one. Okay, there we go. Mm -hmm. Glad we got to the bottom of that. Um, Beautiful. And the last recommendation for you, which is quite coincidental based on something we discovered in this episode, Mm -hmm. is that if you want best of both worlds, Paul, you want your Smash Bros, you want your bumbling, drunk uh, toddlers of Fall Guys, you want Mm -hmm. them mashed into one game, I'll recommend a new fighter out there called Gang Beasts, mm-hmm. um, which is just the characters are like little ragdolls. They look like little, um, not quite the beans from oh, Fall Guys. Yeah. Do you know that? Have you heard of this at all? No, I just looked it up. It looks amazing. I've I've I even had a few friends reach out to me and say that they really like it. So, yeah, it's out there for you, folks. I yeah I'm thank you for all those recommendations I am surprised that you didn't recommend uh, Nickelodeon's All Star Brawl I did consider it yes yeah. uh, have you played that one I have I just played it recently at one of your former guests Jer- <gasps> Jeremy Colhane oh. ha- has the game at his place <laughs> of course he does yeah and we played it and it is a lot of fun I'll be honest Ooh. with you you know the uh, game mechanics aren't the same but it's just dumb with like you know all the Nickelodeon characters you could dream of I could totally play that yeah. Um, awesome. Well, that brings us to the end of the game recommendations. And Paul, that does bring us to the end of the show. Um, so before we go and we plug whatever you'd like, and I've got some plugs too. Thanks so much for doing this. I know we, we got to talk about it twice in person and -hmm. then finally nailed it down, but it was a really fun chance to get to hear from you and get to know you a little better. So thanks for joining. Thanks so much for having me, man. It's been a lot of fun. And that's just the, that was just the surface. That was just the scratch of the surface. Baby. We, we did talk a lot, even in person, about some really yes. uh, weird games that not a lot of people know, like the uh, Macintosh uh, Velociraptor <laughs> Trime Time Traveling Game. Yes. And the uh, Little Bow Wow uh, CD uh, <laughs> Scooter Game. Even just so incredible. I, I mean, I, I've yet to do it. But now 108 episodes in. At some point, I am going to bring back guests for for to be repeats um, mm-hmm. for new games. So I'm going to have to hit you up about one of those because they're eclectic. And anytime mm-hmm. I can get like something more eclectic or niche on the show, I want to. So um, I will be sure to hit you up. Who knows if it's a, a year down the road, but I'll do that. Hell yeah. Let me know. I'm down I will. anytime. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, thanks again for having me. You are so welcome. On the on your way out, um, is there anything you'd like to plug? Is there any way listeners can support you? What would you like to share? Yeah, let's see. If uh, you are nowhere near the L.A. area, you can uh, check my uh, stuff out at Paul Aredia on um, Instagram. Uh, and I'm also on Twitter. You can just search that name, too. I'll put links uh, in the notes, too. Yeah, yeah. Aredia uh, underscore on Twitter. Um, I do a monologue news uh, joke show uh, called The Daily Misinformer and we also have a podcast you can check out. Hell yeah. Uh, new jokes every day on the TikTok and sometimes on Instagram. And then uh, if you're in the LA area, got some shows with Moon Goon at some point and I am on a pack improv team. 
Ooh, baby. Yeah, and we'll, we're having our first show this week, and we're wow. every first and third first and third Wednesday of the month. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, You exciting. really are back in these performance I'm, streets. I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. A, yeah, thanks so much. Um, yeah, <laughs> check Killer. it out. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'll put links to all that um, in the show notes so the listener can just click and find whether they want to follow you or if they are in the area and want to come to some shows. Um, but I will go ahead and close this out with some plugs of my own. The cover art for Call Me By Your Game is done by Glenn J. And you can find his uh, art and all the other wonderful stuff he does on Instagram at Glenn with two N's dot J-A-Y. The show is produced by Jeremy Schmidt. You should check out his show, Video Games, a comedy show, and everything else that we have over at Patreon on patreon.com slash super NPC radio. Again, there's a ton of great bonus content. So if you're looking for a way to support the show, um, that is a super helpful way to do that. Subscribe to us. Give us dollars every month. There is truly a crazy amount of bonus content there from the co-op episodes uh, of the versions of this show that we do once a month, the Games Club, which we release bi-weekly um, or bi-monthly. I found out you can say it both ways. So every other Friday, we release a, a Games Club episode. We're covering the Metal Gear Solid series. We recently just did Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. That is out with friends of the show, uh, hosted by Nick Costanza. We also have Patrick Ellers, Connor Arakaki, and David Danella on that, and more to come. There's a ton of stuff there. Hey, even if you like astrology in video games, we have an astrology-focused video game show called Stario Chart, so check it out there. Um, I can be found on social media at Connor underscore McCabe, and that'll do it for this episode of Call Me By Your Game. We will see you on the next one. Leader of the bunch, you know him well. He's finally back to kick some tail. <laughs> His coastal nut guns can fire in spurts. If you shoot, yup, it's gonna hurt. He's bigger, faster, and stronger, too. He's the first member of the DK crew. DK.